Welcome back to another episode of the of the Is What It Is podcast. We are live and in living color. We are here to hold another session of some real talk, some um, genuine thoughts and opinions uh, on various topics. And today for episode 142, we're going to be discussing a recent, um, I don't want to call it a hobby, but I guess like a recent spark. Yeah, we could say a spark. A recent spark, a recent um, getting, reminder. Yeah, getting back to the journey of, you know, things that you used to do mm-hmm. um, that you may have lost yeah. the passion for. Yeah. Um, but just re-sparking that passion yeah. within that hobby. I think... It's so interesting to me because I forgot that it was something that I did altogether. Like, uh, in my mind, after I was an intentional reader, I feel like it just... Yes. And... (laughs) Had to take a little breather there. There you go, hiccups. Interrupted by the cat. Lovely cat. Um, As I was saying... That before I was an intentional reader, where I actually, like, I would say it started from scholastic book fairs, mm. the library. Mm-hmm. As a kid, a part of, like, your day was going down to the library. Right. And you would have some type of, I remember at my school, we had, like, as a class, an interaction with the librarian. There was a book that we read all together as a class. Right. And then we all were able to pick a book at the end of the day. And when you're a kid, um, in like grade school, you don't really do book reports, mm-hmm. but you do kind of learn one imagination. Um, and you also remember like that it's a story and what does it tell you? And, and you realize that you're now in like grade five and mm-hmm. the books you're reading then are very different from the books you read before and the context of the stories may be relatable mm-hmm. like i remember june B. jones right i remember um was it like the box soapbox boxcar kids or something like that does that sound familiar to you boxcar boxcar soapbox something like that and then there was like babysitter's club mm-hmm like those type goosebumps of theories. goosebumps, those yeah, collection yeah. of books that like yeah. if you, whatever you were into for everybody, there was something for you to read. And I think that was like the first thing because I did, we did reading buddies mm-hmm. as well. I had a reading buddy and then I was a reading buddy to a younger grade. So books have always been there. Right. Reading is probably one of the first things in terms of learning and interpreting as a skill that we use from infancy Mm -hmm. so it's just interesting like how it carries on in your life and there was just a certain point where I wasn't picking up books anymore going to the bookstore going to the library in school 
Um, you know, even as a young adult going to college, I still right. was reading separately from like textbooks. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say there was a point where it's like, I'm reading throughout my day to day. I read at work. I read the screen. So I wasn't thinking of like material, like right. a physical book. Right. Right. And right. so going back to this and then also discovering book talk on TikTok has been very interesting and it's exciting because it's something different, but it's something that you used to get excited for. Right. And right. wherever the fall off happens, I just, I'm excited that I've, this has been ignited for me mm -hmm. through, like I've had books in my cart with the intention, I've bought books with the intention to read and I didn't actually sit and actually read cover right. to cover. Right. Um, I think the last book I actually read with the intention was the alchemist. Right. And after that, I didn't really keep up the momentum mm -hmm. of books. Whereas now I'm feeling like, okay, finish that one. What's next? Like I actually want to get to the next one. Right. And, and it's interesting because it makes me think back to like where this has been for me, mm -hmm. where this desire, this love, this appreciation for books, because everything's becoming digitized. And there's something, as I'm realizing, because I've had a Kindle subscription before, didn't really use it that much. I've tried, like, audiobooks, audiobooks, and it just didn't do it for me, really. So to have a handheld book, there's something about having the physical book. Yeah, I, I like the physical copy. I think um, I can't even recall what my last book was after The Alchemist, like, when you say that. But I recall still, like, putting it in my cart, buying it with the attention of reading it. But I think if I look at where it probably fell off, I would say during college. Because that's where your love for reading and all of the attention for me that I was putting into it, I had to put it into the textbooks. And that was like, oh, you have to know it to pass the test, pass the exam. How much of it were you actually using it? in real life and <clears throat> it just took away from the time that I wanted with reading them mm -hmm. and then I think um just the appreciation that I have for the ability to read because I know pff, I'm fortunate enough to have that not everybody has that right. and I think even looking at that like being in my 30s and appreciating like this is something that I want to keep up because you will lose it. I remember back in the day in high school, we were reading like books, plural, a week. And like, yeah, we, like, we definitely traded off, like, passed we it around. We had a list, we had a system. Yeah. Um, for sure. We had a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about. And yeah. I think that I appreciate that, um, the spark has been reignited because now I'm just like ready to get back to my imagination. Like you stop, like whatever you see in front of you in the movies on, on the TV is like what you see. You can't imagine more. You know what I mean? Like you've created that image for me. Whereas a book, it's left to my own perception of what that would look like to me. And if I could put myself there and I love books that can really get me there. Like I want to sit down and envision myself 
going through it just as much as the characters. And like, I really appreciate that it's my own version of TV because a lot of these stories have manifested to movie or to screen. Yes. You know? And that, as you say that I think of that, a lot of the shows, movies, are adaptations from books, and a lot of people don't even know that. Right. Or you never read the book first. Like, Handmaid's or they Tale? Take, yeah, or they take so much, so, like, only specific parts of the book and put it in the show. Like, they don't yeah. put everything in it, so you kind of miss out on the genuineness of mm-hmm. you know what that intention was with that book yeah and I really appreciate having the physical copy and that like and I know Kindle's great and other sources of reading like different books you you're more open mm-hmm. but like going to the library and bringing those back like keep it simple yeah you're getting the same for me anyways mm-hmm. I'm getting that fix with the physical copy as opposed to like an audio. Yeah. Which I would still listen to on occasion, you know, in the car driving. They're mm-hmm. great, but I feel like you get the for me the experience more with reading. Yeah. I think that even like as I finished this last book and it took me a few days, you know, it's first book back. <laughs> and I think what I've realized is like whatever the content is and however long it takes you to get through that I think with a physical book and turning the pages and putting the bookmark in there and Mm -hmm. setting the time to to read this in your time um it's taught me patience because you have to turn the pages in order to get to what it is Mm -hmm. and the anticipation or the excitement within the pages of trying to figure it out or going through the story right um that's what's created my excitement of whatever I'm reading I know that like however it starts and where it ends you have no idea it's like a journey but it's within it's using your mind it's using your imagination right And I do think that the more you read, it does help you expand your thinking. 100%. And it also aids in how you can express yourself. Agreed. And and communicate in different ways. And like, you know what I mean? I think that I realized like, um, I don't know, it's like a quiet thing to do with yourself, but you're learning and you're like, expanding your mind regardless Mm. of what you're reading because it's a long text it's a long con it's a lot Mm -hmm. regardless of what it is there's like a beginning middle end so there's a lot that you're reading through and all of that has been retained whatever it is you retain from it because you're not going to know until the end right and that it's just so exciting and like to know that there's so many books out there that you've never touched you never thought about reading you didn't I think with each book, you just don't know where it's going to take you. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, I know from experience and from seeing that people have books that they cherish. So, like, this book? Ooh, like, every line. Like, this chapter. Like, the highlights. Like, 
So, and I've done that myself. So I think I'm just rediscovering why you need to have little things. And I think it's interesting that like now at 30, it's like, you're reintroducing something that has always been of substance and always been a source for you to like reach to. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's always been something within you that, you know, right. Is not a bad thing. And I, it's just crazy where it's like, whatever's happened in between the last time I was really into books and now completely distracted me from like the world of books and yeah I can appreciate that it does create that that separation from you know everyday to the reality that's becoming of the book mm-hmm. whatever you're reading mm-hmm. um the book that we read was because wait I just have to state what that you've read Three and a half books. Right. Since this new thing. Right, right, right. And I only finished one out of the three and a half books that are like um, on display right Mm -hmm, now. mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I just finished one of. Right. Which was the first. Was it the first or the yeah. second book you read? Oh, the second book. The second book that you read recently that sparked all of this. Shout out to Kiana because you, Kiana Parsons, because through her, you yeah, I love ignited you, that and then love you, you brought that over here because you ended up handing me a book that I've had sitting in my cart for months. Right. And I'm like, oh, I don't need to buy this. And then you're like, oh, I already bought this. I already have this. And it was like, what? So I think exchanging books was always a thing where someone's like, you have to read this. Like, it's, I don't know. It creates a, com- there's, it's a sense of community because if you read the book and I'm going to read the book, then we both read the book. Right, right, right. And you went through the journey of the book. And then you can discuss it. Or whatever it did for you, whatever it triggered in your life, whatever it triggers in my life, we could either discuss that, we mm-hmm. can hold that, mm-hmm. but it impacts you. Or it doesn't. Like, you know? Right. So, back to what you were saying. Right, 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 right. We both read a book. Uh, we both read a book, uh, my second one, um, called The Rest of Us. I mean, It Ends With Us. <laughs> Because I never, the reason why that title trips me up is like, it's part of a second book and you wouldn't call the first book that. Mm-hmm. So it just, based on what the second book is titled, it just doesn't, in my mind, it doesn't compute even, even after. It's by, is it Colleen Hoover? Yeah. 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 And, um, it's quite the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. We definitely, I rated it a 6 out of 10. I don't remember your rating. I think I gave it about the same. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It was a good book. I I feel like the reason why I I give it that rating to begin with, it's a very good um, story that's being told that's very relatable. Um, you may have known someone in that similar situation. You may have also been in that situation. Um, 
and I can appreciate that someone was able to like write it out which signifies like you're not alone for me whenever I read something that's relatable like it makes me feel a little bit less crazy that mm -hmm. I'm not like separate from what's yeah. happening you know yeah um I do appreciate that um you definitely want to get to the end of the book it wasn't yeah. something that you wanted to put down mm -hmm. so kept you on kept me on my toes for sure yes um you definitely wanted it to read what happens next if you wanted to follow the story you wanted to see how things played out for the characters mm -hmm. you wanted to see what the next decisions were going to be what other things were going to pop in so i think that part of like a book what a book brings to you know the mm -hmm. moment i would say it definitely had those i would have wished for more uh, detail mm -hmm. in certain parts and just like I felt like she could have made it way more juicy and like added more elements in there Agreed. I feel like it was like a summarized version it was like a it was like it was giving for uh someone her age um that it wasn't for her age group like she was speaking from a standpoint of like young teenage 20 early 20s life yeah and you know like the market of the of the women that are reading it now are not that like the yeah. majority of the women that are buying your books aren't that yeah so for me the, the lack of detail in that department was like underwhelming yeah i agree because i think that the story was good and like you said it's so relatable Mm -hmm. And you wanted to, like, I think what made it relatable was because we've all been the character in each scenario to some degree of, like, mm -hmm. knowing what decision you should make, making the wrong one. And then I feel like in a book um, versus in real life, you don't get to turn the page and know what's gonna happen next mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in a book it's written so I think that is definitely one thing that I could say anybody who's a writer that key hitting that mark is your bread and butter because that is what would keep someone reading right is that in your real right. life with the choices you made you really didn't know how it was going to turn out until the end of that chapter, that journey. Right. And here you get the contact in, in the context in your hand and turn the page and you'll find out. And I think what I, in the book, there's just hella red flags. Like, yeah, the main character, Lily, is... For me, someone we've all been, man, woman, whatever, like you've been in a situation where you ignored red flags and you went along with what you thought it was. Right. Or or what you hoped. Right, right, right. That too. Uh what you a hoped. Whole lot of that. Mm -hmm. Uh there were there are a lot of people that can agree living apart like Lily where like you just hope that this will be good for you, despite 
you know, having a feeling that maybe you should question that you've ignored. And I think we have also been the character of Ryle in, like, looking for a justification with our bad behavior. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. if there's a reason why I'm acting like this, then it's okay that I'm acting like this. Yeah. And even if I apologize, um, I may not even really mean it because you're still allowing me to act like this. Yes. Because it's like, hello, like, we've all gone through trauma. What's next? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we all have... I feel like even if you did... Like, there was an example in the book where it's just like, even if maybe I deserved for you to... Mm, not be treat me not the best I Mm -hmm. guess you could say Mm -hmm. there's always gonna be a limit of like nobody deserves that right um so I think in that what I've realized in life is like a lot of the times which it shows you like you could be so caught up in yourself self-centered that you don't even realize that you're excusing your own bad behavior Mm -hmm. and then you're wanting someone to accept you with that bad behavior Mm -hmm. as if they don't deserve to not experience that from you I just think that it does go down to like with both of them the lack of boundaries right I think that because for Lily's like upbringing she seen the lack of that and you know, didn't try to um, exercise doing that in her adult life mm-hmm. because Ryle overstepped many times right. and she totally knew her worth because that's what she's been talking about this entire time, but gave someone grace that wasn't deserving of it and then was left in a situation that was life-changing, not only marriage... But a child now, someone that you're linked to mm-hmm. with this, yeah. you know, with this result. And I think that that's wild. And I get why she wrote the second book, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not even really sure I want to read. I want to read it. I'm interested. I, I, I feel like uh, because there's just a second book to it, I, that's why I want to read it because like they go together. But... I just like overall that it was about cycles. Right. And like how you can choose right. to continue a certain cycle with someone or you can choose based on if they if the circumstances can actually change. Mm. If you can do the work to one, be self aware and Um, take accountability of your part in the situation and then be like, okay, can this actually change? Or am I going to just leave it as it is? Because that's just what has always taken place. Because I think what I realize is it's very easy to get caught up in something because you already ignore the red flags. You're already hoping that it's going to turn out what you think it's going to be. So you're believing the, the lie you told yourself. Right. So whatever is actually happening, the reality of the situation is so far 
from what you're even taking in. Right. That it's like, I get why people get caught up in situations or they find themselves in situations and they're like, how did I get here? Right. How did I miss this? Right. You know, like, you did want to see the good in that person and they probably have good in them. But what are you seeing now? What are they displaying Mm -hmm. now? What is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. being portrayed to you that could potentially, like, what is a small thing now that could be detrimental in the future? I think that's what it showed me as well. It's like, if you don't pay attention to certain things, it's going to show up again, but in a bigger situation. Actually. Than this small thing here that you're brushing off Mm -hmm. when the universe is actually, like, sending the signal, like, honey. But that's, that's the, um... The thing about romance in books, right, right, right. This happy ending, cookie cutter. If you take it, he'll appreciate that. That's all the shit that you took, and then eventually be grateful, and like appreciate you later on in life after you know there was a straw that broke the camel's back for you, which may not like you. We every like we all have a limit and I think that book shows me that like she knew hers but tested it time and time again until Mm -hmm. like she couldn't and we've all done that before Mm -hmm. and I hate that I like can see myself in her but that's the relatable part you know seeing it written out is like ooh like at least I dodged this bullet at least when I turned that page of my life in that chapter, mm-hmm. it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's relatable. It's I like that it's it tells the realness of mm-hmm. what life could have been if that's what you've experienced. Yeah. And it could have easily been that. It's deep, bro. Mm-hmm. It is. Exactly. It's a good book. It's a good book. Yeah, it is. It's a really good book. I do like her writing style. However, I think it would get mundane if you read every book she's ever written. I feel like having read another book after her or after that one and seeing like a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. Um, I read the reminders of him mm-hmm. or reminders of him. Mm-hmm. Um and just seeing how, like, you can tell when it's it's a comfortable writing style. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, I would, like, want you to step out of the box. Mm-hmm. If you have so much, mm-hmm. if you have such a platform that everyone's, like, really wanting to pay attention. Yeah. And you can really impact, like, mm-hmm. people's perception with what you're writing. Like, mm-hmm. she has to give me more. So I would read the second book. Just yeah. I don't I I'm not going to rush to it. Yeah. I think sometimes if you enjoy an author, you're like I want to read all the, like Robert Munch. I want to mm-hmm. read all I could read all Robert Munch books. But I don't think every author you can read all of their books. Right. If right. It's something like this where you feel like okay, it's a bit redundant. We're just switching the names. Mm-hmm. But also you haven't read all of them, so you don't know. Right? You may have, like, if you read all of them, if you read 10, 
maybe four of them you're like, ooh, those were great. Or maybe four of them you're like, those are a bit too close, mm-hmm. but the other six were great. So right, like, right, 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 right. You don't really know. Yeah. So but I do think after I read the second one, like, I'm not really that curious to read any other of the mm. books right now. Like, I have, I'm more curious to mm-hmm. go venture out. Venture out. Authors right yeah. Now. But she's good. She's she's a good. I think I I think because I have one physical one left in the roster for her, I'm gonna read it after this book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Currently reading Chase and Des- Destiny by Eric Jerome Dickey, and he's my favorite. And yeah. I think that I'm interested in embarking on like reading all of his books, rereading them, and like venturing with who influenced him I think once you connect with an author and you're like "Mm, I'm really digging like how this person's mind works like right I want to know who they hang out with whose books do and who book and whose books they're reading like definitely interested in that definitely would be curious to know like who my new favorite author is yeah, 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 who yeah, their yeah, favorite author yeah, is. Yeah, for sure. Leon Zant is definitely top tier for me. I yeah. feel like every book that I've read of hers, I've enjoyed, highlighted, note take from them. Yeah. Um, and so definitely oh, a fave. Her. And like any author she recommends, I would read mm-hmm. because I like her books. Absolutely. So I think. I'm excited for this new reading journey to, you know, I think it'll enrich me and it'll awaken different parts of me. And it's a hobby that I've always loved. And I'm so glad that I get to like get back into that and get the ball rolling with these books. Cause a lot of the time we're already on borrowed time, but when you work full time and you know, you're trying to find inexpensive ways to take, to utilize time for yourself. Mm-hmm. I think reading is a great way to meditate, to take quiet time, to focus your mind onto something. Right. You know, and I'm here for a book talk. Definite, yeah. Definitely here for book talk. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kiana, for reintroducing the spark within me totally excited for yeah, all the books me. and we definitely have to do a whole other episode Absolutely. um fully related to like eric jerome dickey and black authors because i feel like when we were in that era in high school that's what we were reading mm-hmm. mainly mm-hmm. the other books we read were for school right but um, cause even To Kill a Mockingbird was lit. Oh yeah. Like I'll never forget fin- that book was a ter- page turner and like yeah. I wanted to do the book report because. And The Giver. It was, that was a great book. Yeah. That was a great book. I yeah. think that was one of the books where it was like, it wasn't an Eric Jerome Dickey or an erotica book. Something that was like, had its ups and downs. This was like serious. You know what I mean? And like the way the story ended and it was raw and I just, I truly enjoyed that book. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what, what books you've read. If you've ever been into reading, if you prefer a physical book, ebooks, whatever. Um, 
what recommendations you may have Mm -hmm. for books. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, we're really trying to do our little book club and get the list going. Get the mental stimulation And get it stimulated. You know? For sure. Let us know. Interact with us on our Instagram, Blackmagic, B-L-V-C-K-M-A-G-I-Q-U-E. New episode, Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is What It Is Podcast. My name's Kivia, my lovely co-host, Otlin. And, uh... We're out. We're out. Peace out. Ciao.